everybody. Welcome Hello. to Welcome casual to another creeps. episode. Yeah, that's right, casual creeps. And, <laughs> and I don't know this, where I am. <laughs> I don't know. Where am I? It's been a while. We we skipped a week, so we're it getting has. back into the, to the swing of things. So it's all new um, again. I don't know what's happening. All new and as a reminder, like for this casual creep series, it is not as casual as we expected it to be. So. <laughs> and well, if and... somehow they're still listening by the episode six, I think they're very aware of what's going on. <laughs> True, I probably don't have to remind everybody. There, if they if they've buckled in for the ride up to this point, congratulations, good for you for us not warning you about how trickeringly racist this show oh my god <laughs> but yeah, hey we're just gonna keep plowing through this train wreck and get through the end of the dumpster fire yeah we're just gonna <laughs> plow through this episode we're on day seven but it's just the morning i believe yes it's very it's a shining morning if you will oh okay just because why is it a shining morning <laughs> Because she's holding the mom's holding an axe. She's holding the axe oh, okay. yeah, at the beginning. Like, like the sh- <laughs> I was waiting for it. So I was like, oh, she's not, she's not. So pick it up on my cue. I've seen the shining many times, but there's so many things in that movie. Well, just because Jack Torrance, he goes nuts and tries to murder his family with an axe. Like here's Johnny, and he's like, he yes. kills that poor groundskeeper dude. Uh, yes, that is very true. Yeah, so she has a very shining-esque axe, and she's holding it over her child's uh, bed in the morn. Yes, so yeah, to start it out, I guess, we'll say the thing I wrote at the top of my notes is whole family is losing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the Perfect. entire Nailed family, it. the whole family is just going insane at this point. And you know, it it's day it's seven. A- it's a descent into madness. That's what it's this show is turning into. into. Yeah. Um, yeah, this episode specifically, and it does. It starts out right in the morning of day seven, and we go through each character and each one. It's like very uncomfortable scenes of um, a lot of awkward what, camera angles. Really good. Yeah, the camera angles are really cool. This episode, um, yeah. it was very exaggerated and um, very horror esque with the camera stuff this episode if if we haven't stressed it enough like the cinematography is just amazing in the show overall it really does make the show and like yeah Um, even though yeah we're talking about all these terrible things it's like very bearable when you're watching it through its lens yes yeah i agree and like you were saying uh the first person we see in this in this episode is lucky and we see her standing over uh standing over is it it was ruby i believe the older daughter ruby ruby and ruby wakes up and she's like mama is everything okay and and lucky's like go back to sleep mama's gonna be just fine (laughs) and then she has her axe that she just winds up and like slams down and she wakes up from her dream and so she was clearly just dreaming this but she gets up and she's just in this crazed days for the rest of the morning and you see her go into the kitchen that one shot though when she wakes up is so cool because it's the identical shot to when she's wearing her white blouse in i think the second episode 
At the very beginning, oh. she also wakes up, and she's lying on the exact same camera angle, and her hands are exactly the same, but this time, like, her husband's arm is revealed underneath hers, and because the first time she was missing him. And so if you oh. actually look at the two shots are identical, but she's wearing a black uh, nightgown in this episode. She's wearing a white nightgown in the previous episode. But like it's oh, the exact yeah. same shot. She's looking exactly the same, both terrified because I think she has a nightmare or something in the other episode. Or she's like waking up because of the racist crap that happened or something. But it's... Yeah. It's like the identical shot. So I thought that was really cool and like really well done. And it was very purposeful how they like hid the husband's hand underneath her. So it still looks like an identical shot while being different. Which is Okay, that's a good point. I didn't notice that at all. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, so <laughs> Emma's commentary. That's cool. <laughs> Moving on. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets up from bed and she makes her way to the kitchen and then we see Ruby sitting there with her breakfast um, and she has her cereal. Um, and we just, I don't, this shot, I don't know why bothered me more than any of the other ones because you see her <laughs> with like her milk in her cereal bowl and she's just yeah. staring at the spoon and I'm just waiting for some ghost lady to pop up like a jump scare <laughs> as a reflection behind her on this spoon. Yeah. But nothing yeah. Tells. Yeah, staring at it, and it's just the the shot lasts for slightly too long that it makes you so uncomfortable. Yeah, you're um, waiting for it to go away. You're like, I want, yeah, I want the show was, to move on now, <laughs> right? Or at least release the tension, but it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't release the tension. She's still looking at her spoon and spinning it around, and then we yeah. cut to um, Lucky again. But now she's doing Gracie's hair. And she has more tension, more tension. tension. <laughs> That's the important and part. It's not a happy moment. There's no release here. There's no release. And we're just cutting. And it's still this ominous moment in the kitchen. No one is talking to each other. Mm -hmm. And we see that Lucky is heating up like this curling rod on the stove, which is kind yeah. of interesting to see. At first I was like, did she mean to do that? Mm -mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a brush. I think it's, I a, think it's like a mistake. A metal brush. I, yeah, I think she's accidentally doing that, but. Also, because I thought turned on the stove. I think I think that is how you're supposed to heat it up for, oh, for that type of air. Oh, heat it up too um, much. Because I think normally you would be using that, and you would be, be very careful about how you're placing it. But because yeah. in this moment she's she's heating up this metal um, uh, comb thing yeah. on yeah. the stove, she picks it up and brushes it through Gracie's hair, and she's kind of creating like this hairstyle with it. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of straightens it or dekinks it, I guess, as you're brushing it, brushing it through the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she's kind of out of it. And during this moment, she accidentally hits the back of Gracie's neck with the. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. With the, the, the comb, and it yeah. leaves like huge mark, Burns like this her, burn yeah. mark, yeah, on the back of her neck. So, well, yeah, that's sadly, kind of. She runs to her Ruby and says, "What did What did you do to her, Mama? What did yes. you do to her?" And they just blame her instantly, like she's like, did it on purpose. Like there's no yeah. sympathy for her being an accident or anything. 
Yeah, and I mean, I can understand because like they both Gracie and Ruby have kind of seen their own mother's descent into badness. So yeah. they're kind of just like, oh fuck, is she going back to this place? They're not like, responding yeah. properly, but you know, they're just kids. Yeah, you know? they but don't have like the, I don't know, the experiences and mental understanding, understanding. Yeah. yeah, to like grasp so, what she might be going through. Like, you know, they don't understand what it's like to be a mother and losing a child and getting raped at the same time. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack yeah, yeah. there. A lot to unpack. <laughs> but yeah, and the, the episode moves on from there. <laughs> to more yeah. unhappy we territory. See, we see Bets now in her house oh, yes, with the yes. wallpaper. Yes. So that oh, kind of this is this is at least like my relief. I love seeing Bets just like unhappy. It makes me happy. Me too. I can't remember. <laughs> was it in was it in this episode where um, Lucky slaps Bets and then that's what puts yeah. her over the edge? Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's what happens because I yeah. I didn't write that down. But yeah. So. Yeah. Lucky is on her lawn, and that's at the end of the episode. Yeah, she. Uh... Oh, that's at the end of the episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why I didn't write it down, but yeah. So <laughs> Bets, we we cut to Bets, and we see. Um, oh, that's right. She just like slightly peels away a piece of this wallpaper that's starting to peel off, of and you can that. see that there's like black mold behind it. Like there's mm -hmm. like a it peels a little bit, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. What's going on behind there? And it just makes me think, like, it gave me two ideas of what they're trying to not overly subtly hint at. <laughs> that well, I, either... not, I wouldn't even say it's that subtly. Oh, sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's not super subtle or anything. But yeah, they're um, either representing or both that Bets is just like, she's all facade and she's rotten underneath. Mm-hmm. And then it also is kind of a callback to when she gave that speech at that big um, house, the house owner. Yeah, meeting. yeah, yeah. Um, Where she... she referred to them as like uh, the black mold that once you see it, it's already too late kind of a thing. So it's yeah, yeah. kind of hinting at, okay, well, it's too late. You're, well, you're yeah, already... yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think that's kind of like the overarching message is like the black yeah. mold storyline kind of gets carried through where well it's even hinted at in the very first episode when she first yeah. goes back in her house and there's a little tear in her wallpaper but you don't but, see what's underneath it you just yeah. sort of see it's like okay there's some cracks mm -hmm. on this surface whatever is going on <laughs> beneath it i'm sure we'll find out soon <laughs> um, we do. betsy's yeah. a horrible horrible person <laughs> she's also it yeah it, it, I think it also is an apt representation of of her. Her house is also her. She's just yeah. She's all exterior. She's rotten on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. She's all wallpaper. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, she is. She's like she looks like human wallpaper. She's always dressed in these like monochromatic outfits, and she always has this plastered smile on her face, and yeah. she just presents this very like I don't know same look every time. Yeah. So she's yeah. definitely uh yeah <laughs> creepy. She's a delight. <laughs> oh yeah, she's a wonderful lady. And then we we get to see Henry, so we get to see yeah. his his losing it moment. Yeah, 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 more losing it, more tension. He gets, 
Yeah, he gets reprimanded by his boss, basically. Yeah, Uh, And almost gets fired. Yeah. Why why does he get reprimanded? (laughs) For not doing another man's work, basically. Because he was sharing sharing, um, this job with one of his coworkers, a project with one of his coworkers, and they had split it up into sections. And so Henry did exactly what he was supposed to be doing. And I guess his counterpart didn't do everything he was supposed to do but because his coworker did do it his boss almost fires him because he sees that as his job to make sure that it's all done in completion even though technically he wasn't supposed to be handling the other part of it yeah it's yeah. just a guy being lazy and then expecting him to do his work and then he doesn't yeah. get reprimanded he doesn't know because he's the white dude and um, they, his boss removes him from the Pentagon project. And yeah, Henry basically almost loses it in that moment. It's, yeah, he's like clenching his fists so hard that he that has like, like fingernail mark cuts. Bleeding, yeah, from his fingernails puncturing his, his skin yeah. in his hand. Poor Henry. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, next up. We're back to Lucky, and she she's visiting her cousin Hazel that we uh, saw in the previous episode where she happy episode. Yeah, when uh, she visits her her cousins, and she goes to like the black neighborhood, and she sees kind of what it should be like living in a neighborhood where people mm-hmm. don't give a shit. You know, you can you can well, do whatever you want. You know, and it's racist. not like you're living in a bunch of yeah in a racist community. And um, basically, she gets the details about um, the Beaumonts, which is yeah. um, the first family that moved in to Compton. Yeah. I think it was it like West Compton or something. Yeah, yeah. Something. So they're they're the first black family that moved into Compton, and she learns that basically Annette Beaumont, the wife, killed killed her whole family. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Not and that so basically um, Lucky, that basically like, triggers Lucky to go visit. Hard. Yeah. Lucky just like, okay, so she needs to go and, and find this person and she's in like an insane asylum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we don't see too much of them. Um, but there's just a line that Mrs. Beaumont says, because um, Bo- Mrs. Beaumont is kind of asking Lucky if she has a family or kids, because mm-hmm. she kind of, Lucky goes up and is like, "Yeah, I just wanted to ask you questions because I moved into um, East Compton," and Mrs. Beaumont is like, um, "Before you kill them, you ought to think about how much you'll miss them once they're gone." Mm-hmm. And that's all she says and you're just like oh good this is gonna go so well for the emery's yeah doesn't she talk about how she like sees like the the ghost or something like she was forced to do it yeah that's right yeah yeah she like comments yeah that's right she she She, wasn't in control of doing it she it was very vague it was like um she kind of hints at she's like the the lawyer didn't know about my family when I moved in and or he, she said like the man in the black hat 
Yeah. And so she's yeah. like confusing these people and Lucky's like, wait, what do you mean the man in the black hat? She's like, oh, it's my lawyer. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah. So, so. it's like she kind of forced her hand on it, but she's not, she's like confusing. I don't know. It was very vague. She's crazy. <laughs> she's a little insane. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so basically the, the man in the black hat is, has something to do with this. Yeah, well, and that's what the priest, the priest ghost dude. Yes, that Lucky saw on the head. on the bus that one yeah. time. Yes, one can surmise it's uh, probably him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, and then we get to go to. Now we're gonna go and see what Ruby's doing. Ruby. <laughs> this was a really weird. Uh, Weird oh scene. yeah yeah this is awkward and this is like it was really it's funny terrible. so uh so vanessa watched this with me originally but she hasn't seen any of it since and okay. even when we were watching it she was just like is is that white girl real <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh it's very astute of you <laughs> yeah that, especially in this episode it does feel a little bit it's she's forced. definitely feeling way more forced yeah so. well because i think i think they keep and it's very subtle, but I think it becomes less subtle as the as the shots go on. But I think they intercut her face as the cheerleader every once in a while yes, on the do, flash yeah. cuts. Yeah, so you're actually seeing her face on the cheerleaders dancing around her, yeah. even though she's still sitting over on the other side. So it's like, gives a very, oh, okay, well, she's definitely a ghost now. <laughs> yeah, so to explain what happened, basically yeah. Ruby... And this ghost girl that we've seen in a previous episode, they um, go down to to the basement of the school once again, which is kind of where it seems like this ghost girl likes to take her all the time. But she was telling Ruby like, oh, there's like some cheerleading tryouts. We're definitely going to go to this. It'll be super awesome. But it takes place in the basement and like where cheerleading head, like, tryouts take place. <laughs> why would why would anyone be doing that in the basement but okay so after school she meets her ghost girl friend down in the basement ghost girlfriend that could be a <laughs> modern day know. tv show ghost girlfriend <laughs> beautiful i can see yeah. it it's like sabrina the teenage witch except yeah she's, yeah it's she's like she's in, she's in high school and she's like the outcast girl but then like the popular girl she dies in a car accident and then she becomes the ghost and teaches the unpopular girl how to be popular oh yeah i can and see she that ends actually up being dating oh. the ghost girlfriend's boyfriend <laughs> oh yeah and then she's gonna get all jealous and things and are the, gonna get yeah wild yeah. and then ghost girlfriend <laughs> will possess her and have sex with the boyfriend in the, oh the girl's body that'll be the cliffhanger of the first season well that's nice ghost that's, girlfriend uh, why does everything always come back to being john malkovich <laughs> i don't know how that connects to john malkovich ghost girlfriend there's, this, john malkovich. there's a scene where where they go into the the, the girlfriend's brain <laughs> to like have or some no of course they can only go into john Malkovich, yeah. brain, but they go into his brain to have sex with the like girl that yeah that, yeah that anyways we're going on a it's, random tangent but <laughs> being john Malkovich, just he relates to everything this movie you can connect it to whatever you want yeah. <laughs> for um so yeah ruby's <laughs> in the basement with her ghost girlfriend and yeah, ghost um she's 
you're see she's seeing like all these cheerleaders doing this dance routine and it is just so fake all of them are smiling so blankly and staring straight ahead doing like this dance routine like and one of them like pulls ruby in and is like come on join us and so ruby's kind of like following along she seems to be enjoying it and then it's slowly turning like they just they all start dancing around her like in a circle they start dancing around her and then weird demon shit just happens to like oh yeah they start contortionating really yeah. crazy and... and there's like weird black veins that start like coming oh yeah yeah that's right oh their necks and, and their, their eyes, eyes and... black and then that's when like the the ghost girl's face is sometimes on them and sometimes yeah. it's not and it's very creepy um, when the kind of spinning me... super fast it's it's very it kind Suspiria, of Yes, yeah, Suspiria. It reminded me. I mean, I haven't seen Suspiria, but I've heard you describe it. And <laughs> yes, you have in detail. And it reminded me of some of the the shots from the new Stranger Things season with the arms breaking. Doing the oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Which I thought was just a poor imitation of Suspiria. It's like <laughs> no one. I was fine with it because that already grossed me out. So no, no one's pissing themselves while this is happening. I don't believe it. I don't believe it to be Ugh. true. Well, also, it's because like in Stranger in Stranger Things, you know it's all CG, right? Like you can tell it's like a yeah. CG body. But like in Suspiria, they got a contortionist to really bend themselves in like horrifying ways, and they combine it with sound effects and like the editing and the music that's playing is like insane and then she eventually starts levitating in the air and she starts pissing herself and shitting herself and she just nice. holds into a pretzel but she's not you think she's dead but then the movie cuts away and then 40 minutes later you find out she's still alive and these witches come in and hook her with these gold hooks and bring her into this witch basement and she comes back later at the end of the movie and she's like a pretzel monster <laughs> <laughs> with oh, no limbs great. they cut off all of her limbs so she just has stumps for <gasps> her arms and legs and she just like comes at her with stumpy oh it will be on the docket one day uh, but yeah. it's classy it's artistic it's artistic, it's artistic and disgusting yeah but well, anyways yes um, back to the movie or the show Oof. at hand. I pissed myself. So she was spinning. <laughs> <laughs> so she's what? dancing with all these, <laughs> dancing with all these demon <laughs> cheerleaders, and then it just hard cuts to her dancing by herself, doing like mm -hmm. sort of the sad dance, clapping, doing a sad dance. Herself. Yeah, yeah, it's so pathetic. She's just like kicking her legs in the air, and, like alone. And it's all <laughs> silence. Like yeah, no, no yeah, you just hear the sound. Her, her feet hitting the floor and like her clapping her hands and it's very uncomfortable and there's so much noise before that like it just hard yeah. cuts to her just exactly what love that the janitor came in it's like what are you doing <laughs> what's up <laughs> yeah that would crazy be weird. girl <laughs> And the next scene was actually my favorite scene of the episode because it reminded me so much of The Shining when um, when Shining. Jack is he's drunk talking to his father um, yeah, at the bar. Yeah, yeah. It's Henry um, and the haunted TV. <laughs> yes, so yes. Henry, oh, yeah. 
just the vibe of this reminded me, and that's my favorite scene from The Shining is when yeah. Henry is talking to the bartender, which is basically like his Jack. father. Yeah, yeah, Jack's Jack. talking to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when is Jack that who is, he's supposed but... to be? Is he supposed to be his father? Yeah, the, he's supposed that. to be drunk talking to his father. That's what it was in the book. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Why? Yeah. In Doctor Sleep. Uh, Danny talks to Jack at the end of the movie at the bar. Yes. Uh, yeah. I never. I didn't. Yeah, because they don't. They don't spell that out at all in the movie. If you just like, no. I read the book. It is hinted once. Once I read the book and then I watched the movie, I was like, "Oh, okay. It's really subtle, but it yeah. is kind of there. Like he's hinting at it, but it's not overly obvious." Not pick up but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So this. This scene is really cool. Um, Henry comes home from work, and as soon as he walks in, the TV just snaps on, and it's just playing random things, and he just doesn't care. He's like, all right, okay. And that's I think that's why it was starting to remind me of Jack, because it's like he's sort of becoming, like, accepting. Yeah, his, well, and, and I really... And enjoy, losing it. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy how they're using all of like what are considered the comforts of America against him. Like those are the things that they're using to kind of haunt him. Like all the things that Americans want, he he's trying to achieve, but like, you know, that's what's haunting him essentially is all the stuff that he's trying to get. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, And yeah, he, he goes to the kitchen and grabs like a beer, sits down on the couch and he's, just drinking and kind of like you think he's talking to himself but he kind of just like looks to his side and he's like talking and then he like looks back to the tv it's just <laughs> so, super out of it and then the camera pans over and it's like his um his ghost which is yeah, like the scariest ghost of all the scariest black face creepy dude that i swear like the way that my brain processes him, he looks CG. Like he just doesn't even look like a real person. Like the way they make he his moves face so too. shiny. Yeah. Well, like and well, yeah. See, he stops. So like he's smooth. very characteristic. Yeah. He's like a Charlie Chaplin body mechanics. But like, it's, he, yeah, I think it's because he stops and moves very suddenly. But when mm-hmm. he moves, it's so smooth. It's almost like when something yeah. is animated. It's like on ones. Yeah, and, and well, I don't just, know. Like, his mouth is like he can like just make his mouth so big, and he just is like always over pronouncing his... everything, and his yeah. makeup is like because the makeup terrifying. is really exaggerating like how big his mouth is too, and it's yeah, just yeah. Like, I was like, just make that guy the Joker in the new Batman movie. <laughs> just make that guy the Joker. That's oh, how you make the so new Joker. Good. Just have a horrible. Have like uh, like an African American guy with that makeup on that would scare the shit out of people. Like <laughs> that is terrifying. Yeah. Everyone knows what the Joker looks like. Have that dude play the Joker with white lips. Yeah, yeah, because the makeup is it's done on a black person, but they put the white black face like, over it. just white paint on him, but it's like yeah. shitty white paint, and then they paint over that with black. So it's yeah. like he's playing a white person playing a black face. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's a black person playing a black face person, which is that's what I mean. Yeah, he's yeah. a black person playing a white person playing yeah. a black yeah. face. Yeah. Layers. <laughs> <laughs> so messed um, up. But yeah, this ghost is basically just 
convincing Henry to kill his boss because he's really feeding into his anger and is just like, yeah. well, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do uh, about it, Henry? Uh, and he kind of he sings. Can't, he can't make he, And he's feel stomping his feet. What you going to do? What you going to do? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What's you, oh yeah, I wrote down what you gonna do with the word sing next to it. What you gonna do when I come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> Maybe that's why it was in it, because in cops they probably mainly arrested black people in that show. I watched cops, but I was never had the uh, intelligence as a eight year old to understand it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't know if that's what they were going for, but I can't even remember the Either tune way. he was singing it to. But it was very menacing. Yeah. And then Henry is just in this state of like just such um animalistic anger. He stands mm. up, grabs his shotgun and leaves. And yeah. that's not a good thing. But he does. <laughs> he just walks out the door <laughs> in a very menacing shot. Yeah. And just still um, camera over the empty house. Yes, and I guess we could finish his his little plot point in this yeah. episode. Um, he shows up at his boss's house, um, but as he's kind of trying to figure out when to kind of find the perfect moment to break in, he's like looking through the window, um, a neighbor calls him out. And yeah. this is so uncomfortable because you just see this shift in Henry where yeah. he knew he was never like this before, and he's just like looking at his feet. Um, and the yeah, neighbor very... is like, "What are you doing in this part of town? You need to get out of here. Yeah. Like, you don't belong here." He tells him to look and... at him and stuff, like he's because he doesn't want to make eye contact. Yeah, Henry can't even look at this guy, whereas before we've seen Henry stand up for himself to his boss's boss yeah. to like, you know, try. Well, and try like to... the crazy neighbors that threatened him, telling him to come down the ladder and exactly. stuff, and like. And now he can't even he can't even look at a random stranger. Yeah, he's and, not even threatening um, him. Like he's just telling him. Not even always. threatening yeah. him, just telling him to leave, basically. And so, it looks like Henry's about to leave, but then we basically see Henry walk up behind this neighbor as he's walking away, and he punches him out. Yeah. He falls out cold on the street, and then that's the last we see of Henry this episode. Yeah, <laughs> he right. drives away, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we see Gracie. We haven't really seen her for a bit. Um, oh, she's in kindergarten. She so still has the like burn mark on the back mm-hmm. of her neck, which like ugh, makes Poor me sad. Gracie, <laughs> I know. And they're like they're doing, and she's such a good little student that yeah, it makes me so yeah. sad that this happens because she the whole class. <laughs> Is going over um, the American anthem, I believe. Is yeah, it's out of the pledge, the pledge to the flag. Oh, I pledge think. the allegiance. Yeah. Right. She was pledging yeah. the allegiance to America. We're Canadian, and, um, so we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know anything about America. Yeah. Um, except for the bad stuff, which I'm not going to talk about right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll date this. <laughs> just uh, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cut the feet! Cut the feet! She's going off, folks. <laughs> Cut the feet! So, um, everyone in the class is repeating like the pledge the allegiance thing, 
and the teacher's like, does anyone want to come up front and do it by themselves in front of the flag? And Gracie's so excited. She puts her hand oh, out. She really she's wants so to do cute. it. She's, she's like, so oh, cute. She's so excited. Like I want to do it. it. I know like, how to do it. She's so, so excited. The t- yeah, she's so cute. And the teacher's like, okay, Gracie, come on up. And she comes on up. She stands next she to the flag. She claps before she, like, when she gets picked, she goes like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, it's yeah. adorable. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's so excited. So and she goes stands next to the flag and she starts talking and then you see her just kind of like look to the side and the creepy nun lady mm-hmm. is standing outside of the kindergarten classroom and she's just like staring mm-hmm. at her yes. and yes, something yeah and uh so gracie just slowly looks over and she starts saying cat in the bag over and over she starts repeating that and we know from the last episode Uh, why that probably burned into her memory yeah Um, yeah well well she but she wouldn't even uh have been aware of it because like it's not like she would have been super young and like i'm sure no one would have told her that so like how did she know that word like the ghost the ghost is telling her or something she says oh, it very God. creepily over and over again. Very creepily. <laughs> That's horrible. And, uh, it's so shitty. And yeah, Lucky has to go and pick up Gracie and take her home. And it doesn't go well. Long in a class like this. It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Lucky's, it's like. Yeah, you're right. She doesn't. Takes her out. Mm-hmm. Oh, so shitty. But yeah, there is another part I forgot to bring up um, with <laughs> Lucky um, when she finds out what exactly Miss Beaumont did to her family. Do you remember uh, that part? Uh, well, I remember like she goes and visits her and she tells her, but I don't remember what she does afterwards. So, yeah, Miss Beaumont explains exactly what she did. Um, yeah, she poured bleach. Yeah, yeah, her yeah. Husband and, and her like son from their eyes and mouth, bleeding, and it's like so. Well, and they're like yeah. praying for it. They're like saying, and she's smiling while it's happening too. She's saying, "Light is light and bright. All is right." Over oh, and over, and yeah, she's yeah, pouring. And they're saying it too. Light and bright. Yeah. All is right. Yes. Oh. Um, yeah. I don't know. I wrote down something else. She said. She's like, man with the black hat, I never told the policeman about them. Uh, and that was yeah. what I was like kind of confused by. But yeah. No policeman, not lawyer. Potato potato. It's fine. Um and then we're back to the end, like the final shot of the episode where uh or the final few shots of yeah, the episode. Yeah. Frontline of the Emirates. Of Lucky's house, of the yeah. Emery's house, and Betts is basically just like, "Why don't you leave? Why don't you just get out of here? You don't belong here." And, uh, and Betts, she ignores her. It's so amazing. She just ignores her and just like stonewalls her. Stonewalls her, but Lucky actually just walks up to her and slaps her in the face. No, no, then, no, no. That's not it, though. Yeah. No, no, because she stonewalls her at first and starts walking yeah. away with her daughter with. Uh, the daughter but then right, yeah, she yeah. says the n-word and 
that's when she turns around and she's just like, just go in the house. Gotcha. And then she turns around and was like, bam, Chris slaps her across the face. You're just like, yes. So Hell I was like, yeah. oh, oh, because you know, it's like she was just fuck trying, yeah. Betsy was trying so hard not to like stoop to that level. So it's like, oh, fuck you, Betsy, you dumb bitch. It's like, finally, it's like you cracked and you just, you're just the same racist as everybody else. You're no better. You just proved it. And she can now slap yeah. the shit out of you. Because if the cops exactly. get called, she can tell that racist police officer that, you know, she incited the incident. It's so. very true. Um, and I love when, when Lucky goes back to the house and and, and Gracie is just like, that's right, Mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, be, remember, remember what Mama told you? Mama, go beat him ass. Yeah. <laughs> she did. She did. That's right, Mama. <laughs> that was so <laughs> adorable. And the music's playing and you're just like, yeah, finally, a Look, gratifying yeah. moment. Finally, she and gets then, to, Lucky gets a moment to fucking let out all of her rage yes. and then we see Bets just running into her house in a total rage and she's <laughs> peeling all her wallpaper off and you yeah. just see this mold behind all of this wallpaper destroying and... all of her fine china cabinet and That's right. <laughs> everything for and some just... reason and then she calls her friend for a favor and that's where the episode ends mm-hmm. yeah so that was episode six of them there's only three more i believe <laughs> oh boy so it's, it's coming close. to the climax it's coming to the climax <laughs> if we can i would say if like we could combine episodes we might but there's so much that happens in each one it's so hard to combine yeah. them so well, we've done a good yeah. job. This is, again, probably our shortest episode of ever. So, uh, you know, we're getting better at... Uh, getting better. We're just, like, trying <laughs> to, like... Get through it. Rip, rip through them. Get through All it. All right. <laughs> we're almost done, and then I promise something a little less... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got some fun, lighthearted stuff. <laughs> Planned. I yes. think it'll be... Uh, be good. It'll be fun. I'd, I'd love to do some jokey episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Where I don't feel bad about like awkwardly laughing as a coping. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just like uncomfortable laughter. <laughs> just like, just gotta get through this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Once you get through this, once we peel this big band aid, <laughs> you'll be on uh, cruising on Easy Street. Be on the roll. Um, so yeah, yeah thanks, so, for, uh, yeah. thanks for thanks uh, for st- if you're listening to this now, thanks for keeping uh, riding this terrible. Uh... Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope you watch it because it is a really good show. Yes, even though it's it's horrifying. Of, it'll make you um, feel terrible, but it is amazing. <laughs> it's a beautiful show. Exactly. Amazon Prime, check it out. Everyone has Amazon check Prime. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully. Yeah. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. All right. Podcast's over.